You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilling Podcast Network. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the Smoke Pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the Smoke Pit. Yo! Yo, 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 yo. What is up, Pitmasters? Welcome back. You made it through the work week. This was a long motherfucking work week, for sure. Talk about it. Well, this work week wasn't bullshit, boy. (laughs) That bitch was hitting. You gonna earn your money this week. (laughs) But you made it. Yes. Welcome back to episode 56 of the Smoke Pit. It's his eye, bred like a king, made as Kelvin Kaylee, along with my host, Mac, aka your boy, aka the homie. <laughs> Episode 56? 56, bro. Oh, bro. 56. You know, have you thought about it? That we are closer to 100 than we are to 1 at this point? Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that blew my mind when I thought about it today. Like we, we're on the downhill portion to 100. Yeah. Then we are back to one. We we in there, baby. We in there. We in there. We are in there. But we got a good show for y'all tonight. Uh, first, let's get the sponsors out of the way. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Shout out to Audio Swim. Go to www.audioswim.com. $5 a track will get you and all your homies who aspire to do music very horribly or very good out into the world to be heard so go to that site plug it in and then shout out to premier element uae shout out to shorty pimp 305 who was on the salute one of the uh founders of premier element so shout out to him uh if you need that representation for all you guys that need it i highly suggest y'all check out that episode of the salute with him uh it's called homecoming he's dropped some jewels on that bitch so if you need that representation they do sports uh they're getting into the movies now they're, they're everywhere now so go to premiereelement.com sign up today to get your representation shout out to the dat Fillin family go to www.datfillin.bandcamp.com and check out all the music that we have up there special special announcement since announcements are overrated and i just feel like making an announcement do it because i was gonna do it for you if you ain't say shit i was gonna say something if you ain't say something i was gonna say (laughs) tonight at midnight uh pacific because we are doing smoke dead I still gotta, I gotta make sure everything's good after this. So tonight at midnight Pacific, we will be dropping two new tracks from your, myself. 
uh i will be dropping two new tracks called one called strange land and the other is called only you which is featuring my good friend and very talented singer mr east smitty i'm very excited for both of those tracks so midnight go to that website and you will be able to hear these two new tracks this and many other episodes are available on our patreon so go to www.patreon.com slash that podcast another hint hint the rant is now on the patreon so go check out that and many other ad free episodes that we have and then finally you see us rocking the merch you see everybody else that's doing the podcast rocking the merch go to the teespring to get that at teespring.com search for that filling podcast or you could just go to this link and you'll be able to go straight to the merch that we have available so mac yes let's get into this show yes my friend <laughs> oh my god first things first first things first uh <laughs> we had <laughs> <laughs> we had the verses no one asked for. <laughs> Bro, talk the, about it. The verses, the verses no one asked for, but we got the shit any fun. Ja Rule versus Fat Joe. And as far as verses go, this was not their best effort. Mm-mm. But in the gr- in the grand scheme of things, did Ja Rule wash Fat Joe in this verses, or did he wash Fat Joe in this verses? Now, are you asking me for my opinion? Yes, please. The floor is yours, sir. Uh, thank you, thank you. Because, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Of the smoke, <laughs> the pitmasters. First of all, just let me say, shout out to uh, pitmaster Jamie, Brian, and Jen. Uh, Lauren jumped yes. in here as well. Um, also, Lauren, uh, your husband, Carl, aka Goonie, pitmaster Goonie, he was at the, the call sign night with me. That's why we're running late, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we had a call sign <laughs> night at the, the training unit, it was a good time getting ready you know to, 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 to kind of carry on the legacy and the tradition of, of our career field in the air force so it was a good thing a good time a lot of good dudes named but uh danielle swanson thank you for joining in as well she knows about the call sign nights but um welcome welcome i was not going to watch this <laughs> initially right because <laughs> Because we talked about, and this was the podcast that 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 you missed because you were in New, for whatever reason it was weird because you were in New York when the last verses right. happened, the locks versus dips, right. which happened in New York. Like you were in New York State, you weren't in New York. Were you in New York City? No, no, no. I was okay. upstate. Um, so that versus happened, and everybody's like the locks, like, and, and we could be real here. Jada won. Mm-hmm. Jada won that that versus. <laughs> Not the locks, Jada. I mean, it 
officially, <laughs> officially the locks won. Cause I don't want to sit here and act like Styles PA ain't, ain't a problem. Sheik, Sheik just rolls with some good company. You know what I'm saying? Sheik rolls with some good. <laughs> Sheik rolls with some good company. I'll say that. Okay. Um, he knows how to pick his friends. We'll say Sheik knows how to pick his friends. <laughs> However, when that versus came to an end, there was a reason the post videos, I don't know if you saw them when they went back in the locker room and they made Jada put on the jacket and hold the thing to, to emulate yeah, yeah, Kobe yeah. Wearing, wearing his first championship. There's a reason they didn't put that jacket on Styles. There's a reason they didn't put that jacket on Sheik. Jada is a problem, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem. Agreed. And here's the thing. So after that versus, the internet was... Uh, a, my, there, there are some pit masters in here who thought Dipset did some did some work. That it wasn't as big as a wash as it is. At the end of the day, I think God everybody is heart. in consensus with the locks one. It might not have been as, as big as a, a deficit as, as how I see it as, but... At the end of the day, I don't think there's a legit person who is sitting here saying Dipset won that bat versus. Right. So the next day, Fat Joe does a, a video on uh, on the versus. And he's talking about how Jada murked him, How it's the mecca of hip-hop. Jada came with the shit. The locks came with the shit. Dipset just didn't have the shit. Right? Um, because right. when you're doing shit in New York... Like they like the street shit. Right? They like the street shit. Mm -hmm. They like the grimy shit. Um, they fuck with a couple of commercial shit, but they just wants to fucking like Jada. Jada just has this aura about him. And oh yeah, street niggas be like, "This is my nigga." You know what I'm saying? Like street street dudes be like, "He relates to what I'm doing." I fucks with this dude. Definitely. So he had a whole thing like. And his biggest takeaway I took from that video he when he was giving us the, the breakdown of last night or the, the dipset dip, uh, dipset locks battle. His big thing was, yo, if you're trying to get Jada, the price today to get him was is not the same price as it was yesterday. Because he just right. upped. Yeah, his stock up. went up. His stock went way the fuck up. Almost to the point where now I'm looking at Whenever this tour comes through with Dipset in the locks, like I am looking for tickets to to see Jada. Like the rest of like, right? You know, if you want to get up there and hey ma, what's up? Let's ride. We get it. Like cool. But I'm I'm going for bars for Jada's bars. Yeah, um, give me these bars, bro. Yes. This versus. I, I need to look into who comes up with the nominees for this shit. Um, like, you know what? Half the time is just posts. And we'll, we'll get to why I think that is. Okay. It's just, they, they look at posts and be like, is this shit popping? All right, let's do it. And for some odd reason, I don't know, I don't know why this one came up, but it came up. We did not need this versus at all. <laughs> we didn't need it. Uh, yeah, because the streets was not asking for this. <laughs> no. The streets weren't asking. The social media was not asking. 
I don't know who is looking for Fat Joe in a versus. Um, no, no one. And here's where I'm at. I I want to say I still am the biggest component of giving Ja Rule all the shit possible from you. Empty your fucking Ja Rule jokes out on this dude for investing in this fire fest and then watching this documentary about the fire fest and seeing what he participated in and what he screwed and the reason i don't go too hard on him is because most of the motherfuckers who went to the fire fest was sedity rich white people and i'm not racist yeah but like bro you ain't got nothing better to spend all this money on than go to fucking watch uh major lasers and jabul and you know the Kardashians was like, I'm going to be there. Like, y'all just had thou- tens of thousands of dollars to be like, oh, I'll go watch these motherfuckers. Y'all ain't had nothing. To- like, good for y'all. Y'all wanted to, y'all wanted the floss because y'all was going to go there and post on y'all Instagram stories. Y'all living y'all best life. And y'all y'all went there. Y'all posted pictures of bologna sandwiches and fruit cocktails and shit. So good for y'all. I don't feel bad for y'all. Fuck y'all. They gave them motherfuckers juicy juice, bro. <laughs> no sugar in it. 100% juice. <laughs> <laughs> bro, juicy juice is trash. I will, I will let y'all know that off the rip. Honest tree, juicy juice, anything where it's like hundred percent juice. Like, bro, if y'all don't put some fucking corn syrup in this bitch, ass. you know what I'm saying? Give they me some fucking give me something. Diet, that's fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but here we go. I'm not gonna say Ja Rule didn't have hits, though. Like I, exactly. I would be, I would be the biggest fronter in the history of of podcasting if I was to come on this show and be like, Ja Rule don't have hits because he got chart topic hits. He got chart topic hits, and that was made more aware during this verse. Um, mm-hmm. Fat Joe, the streets ain't checking for you, bro. Like I don't I don't Not know so who much. gassed Fat Joe up. You could win. Think, because in his in Fat Joe's head, this is what Fat Joe thought. Fat Joe looked at Ja Rule like he was Dipson, like he had commercial hit. Mm-hmm. Fat Joe was like, "I'm the streets," and Fat Joe realized he was not the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Joe quickly realized. Because I'm wearing fucking pants and fucking black Tims and a fucking jacket and these chains. The streets gonna respect me. Like, nobody was checking for you, Fat Joe. Um, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk about it a little, little bit before I further get into why I have an issue with Fat Joe. But what, like, obviously, I think me and you are on the same page with Ja Rule Wash, this dude, Fat Joe, on his dress. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna let you talk about it real quick. First and foremost, I want to ask the pitmasters a question. Like, honestly, how many fast so how many fat Joe songs y'all know? Lean back. How many? Lean back and what's love? Right. That job rule was on. Yeah, what's love? We'll we'll give him what's love. We'll give him what's love. But what else? (laughs) What else? That's it. (laughs) That's it. Facts. You had no fucking business. 
dog when he, he was playing the shit i was like what i've never heard this song before like i'm like questioning myself like did i really just not check for fat joe at all or does he just not have hits you know what i mean like he don't have shit nothing like you really gotta be you you really gotta be from new york and grew up in like 94 to to 97 to know what the fuck fat joe his catalog looks like because mm -hmm. i had no idea meanwhile josh just throwing out hit after hit after hit after hit then by the time ashanti got out there i'm like wash <laughs> wash <laughs> they sharing ashanti for hits you know what I'm saying? Yep. They was out there trying to share Shanti, like, sing my hit. And then Jabra was like, nah, nigga, we got way more hits, mm -mm. me and her. I found Ashanti. I, I signed Ashanti, nigga. Like, <laughs> I did you this favor. Yes. <laughs> I, did I brought her here favor. to help you, my guy. <laughs> then somebody shared a meme of uh, a rapper Porky Pig from the Space Jam. Like yeah, I was, I was like, y'all wildin', y'all wildin', the fuck out. Y'all wildin'. But the whole thing, the whole thing to me, like it begged, it begged the question out of me, like watching this verses. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was like, I was like, how greasy did 50 Cent do Jaro? Because the dude had hits. Yes. Obviously, they still they still hit today because a lot of the people a lot of the people rock with shit yeah. at the first. But it, it's like, damn, did did 50 really take Jaro's career? Like that's some that's some grimy shit. <laughs> that is some really grimy shit. Ended his career and did, did the same shit. Because. Cause name name a person hotter than Ja Rule at that time. At that time, no one. Everything Ja did that he put on the radio was was instant top ten billboard. Yeah. Top, top ten in the charts. Popular song in America. He found he he found this balance of the R and B and the rap. Like grimy, but right. not too grimy. But then like you know, it, right. it was this weird balance that he found that worked. And uh I'm trying to think because he was on there like I'm the first singing dude. I'm the first singing rapper. I started this. And I'm trying to think before him, like nobody was really doing that. Nah, the closest you had was bone. And shit, that was it. They they wasn't nowhere near what Ja was doing. Like we look at Bone no, and we respect no. what they did. But Ja was every summer for like, like he, six years, dog. Like ja killing was it. Doing it. He was killing it. Ja was and doing it. And he, he had he the had features, the market. And he, he was good. He had enough. a market no one had. Yeah. And he was was hood enough, street enough to still get the street dudes on there like Jay, like DMX, like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like he he was getting them shits, and um, like Fifty just stopped him. Like the momentum Jaw had, and for Fifty like to be an up and comer dude who hasn't had a studio album, has some mixtapes, came out and just ended. <laughs> yep. And I, I played fast. a part in that. 
Like 50 influenced me to stop listening to John. <laughs> he did. He, he did. Because I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Hello? Yeah, he, 50 made it seem like I would get made fun of if I kept listening right. to John. And I was like, I don't want to be clown. I can't have my boys get in my car and hear it fucking, you know. You know, Girl, your face, your eyes <laughs> Fuck out of my car. Hello? The fuck out of here. Exactly. Get in my car, be like, where are we going? Love it when you touch me, baby. Those <laughs> hips. Those are eyes. I'd be like, hey, let me just change this record real quick. My bad, guys. I just, oh, man, my girl you was know, riding in the car. You know, man, my, my Apple, Apple had used this. Apple was <laughs> driving the car before I had came to work. So that's it. You, you, you know, you know how it is. That's why, that that's why it's like that. <laughs> that's why it's in the deck. <laughs> Bro. Ja, ja Rule got out there and I was like as as corny as these songs are because I, I, I listened to it and I was just like he out here like this the mecca of hip hop New York let's go blah 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 always there when you call I'm always on time like you kept saying it's the mecca of hip hop like when Jada was saying it was the mecca of hip hop and he would spit bars like it's, it's a difference right. You want to announce Mecca Hip Hop, we in the garden, and spit Jada Kiss bars? I'm just like, oh, this is hip hop. It hit, it hit way harder when yeah, Jada it, did When it. you hear Mecca Hip Hop, it hit way harder. It's different when it comes from an actual MC. I'm not saying right. Ja Rule is not successful, that he's not popular, that he's he's not an MC. Jada is what I, I what most what most people who dabble in hip-hop would consider a legit MC, a legit rapper. Ja Rule is an artist. I'm not saying he didn't have rap songs, but he's an artist. And he was smart with his right. shit, which is what I don't want to take from him. He was smart. He saw the formula. He saw what worked. He saw what sold. I'm going to do a rap. I'm going to have a, a, a catchy whoever's good in R&B at this point. J-Lo, she popular. I'm going to do some songs with her. Ashanti, mm-hmm. she hot. She on my label. Every other song on my record going to be with her singing the hook or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to yep. bring Little Mo on here. I'm going to sing songs for the ladies. Like half of my album will be songs for the ladies. The other half will be for the dudes. That way dudes will buy it. Ladies will buy it. He was Drake before Drake. If I could say that. Very much. Very much. If I could say that. Um, no, you Jen right. Johnson's in right. here. He picked the, the right man. chicks for the hook. She, Ja Rule and Irv Gotti knew the formula and they rolled that shit the fuck out and that shit was working until 50 yes. Cent showed up and fucked it up. Looking at Fat Joe, he knew, like, in no universe should Fat Joe be like, I want to get on a versus. None. This man in every parallel universe. This man's whole like when my man was up there, Fat Joe was like, "You singing these old ass songs, man? Like, you got hits from Twitter. I got hits today." And he rolled out with fucking all the way up with Remy Ma. I'm like, 
I don't know if that dude knows that that really wasn't a hit. You know, like that 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 single there is not as big as anything Ja Rule had. Like nobody was really checking for you know, all the way up like you think they was. No, I you know I you know what version of all the way up I checked for the what? one with Jay Z on it. <laughs> the remix. <laughs> the re- <laughs> Not even the original. Didn't care for the other. <laughs> Didn't care for it. Until Jay was on it. I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Even then, like then as soon as Jay Verse went off, skip. <laughs> like, I don't We're know why Fat skip. Joe thinks he's still out here. Like, nobody fucks like then he then Oh my god. The part where they was just like not gonna black people can't do that. Fat Joe was like that's the end of round one. We need an intermission. Ja Rule's like, the fuck Everything is you talking about? Like, this is round 10. Like, nigga, we just went back and forth they refused to follow the like 12 times. Which is like, what are you talking about round <laughs> two? Like, where's <laughs> you going? And then there was like another 30 minute fucking uh, intermission where like some random dude yeah. came up there while DJs were playing songs trying to keep the. That shit killed it for me. Like, that, like, I can't fucking. Fuck with verses if you just ain't gonna have the dudes go bar like song for song, song for song. He's like, I gotta go change my clothes, and he came out in an even more ridiculous outfit that even lost more yeah. credibility for me. He came out there with them orange glasses and them, them brown and orange shit. Like, what is you doing? And then he's just like, you're hit. And then he he did some new shit that I heard probably twice, and like nobody was fucking with it. And then Ja Rule was like, bro, ain't nobody fucking with like when Ja like I posted a post today. When when he has when he has the balls to say something like that, knowing he ain't had a hit in years, you know your shit's trash. Yes! When you can get a dude <laughs> where you literally spit legit facts, like Ja Rule, we haven't heard from you in like 15 years. But then the dude who doesn't have an active catalog can still wash you. While you have a quote-unquote yep. active catalog, that is saying some shit, Fat Joe. Like, need to, need to wrap this shit up because <laughs> you ain't touching nothing. <laughs> Yo, it is. It was blowing my mind watching this shit because I was at work typing some shit up, watching it, and I'm just like, bro, like, Fat Joe is 100 percent in the right with bro you had a six year run i was doing records before you i'm making songs after you and still you don't have the shit to combat his six year run come on you don't and that's that's the shame of it all like you have nothing for him fat joe circle i would have loved to see fat i would have loved to see jaru versus fit like, Fat Joe was it. too hyped after the dip set. Lock shit. Like he was just like he was. the streets is out he was here. In the crowd. I can't I can't like I think that was the biggest rude awakening for Fat Joe. Like Bro, cause when they were playing their songs and the DJs would, you know, fade the music out to let the crowd jump in for some shit. The mm-hmm. crowd knew Jaw Rule shit. Fat Joe, yeah. he specific like there were songs where like 
his DJ was yelling the hook. And I'm just like, this is where you would fade it out to let the crowd say this part of the song. To let the And he only did that in the second half when Ashanti would come out and sing his hooks. Yeah. You know? All the shit before, yeah. like nobody was fucking with his shit. Like he thought he was the Jada in this situation. He thought he was Jada and Ja Rule's dipset. And it was the rudest awakening for Fat Joe when he found out the streets don't fuck with him. Yeah. Like that. Sir, we're going to need you to take Bring Remy seats. Ma out. The streets don't fuck with Remy either, dog. I'm sorry. Like, no. The streets don't the fuck with Terror Squad. And he brought out Dre? Not Dr. Dre, ladies and gentlemen. We have it very well under no. Dre. We have- to very sing a hook and do a rap like I'm point. like what song is this you brought a whole human out here to do this hook and, and you took up this time that you could have probably wrapped another rap like if we just don't get the lean back and what's love and call it and do New York which is a feature you had on Ja Rule's single Bro, like, and go home. You have to know you don't have what it takes to fuck with you. You thought you was the streets. You thought you could come out here and do street shit, what Jada did, that fucked up all of Dipset. Growing up, there was this, and the streets don't fuck with you, Fat Joe. The streets don't fuck with Fat Joe because he cannot sit by himself in a room alone. It was the most embarrassing thing, and the memes that came out afterwards about. How Fat Joe looks Crushing. after being washed by Ja Rule was ridiculous. Crushing. 100% ridiculous. They did not take it easy on him. And they shouldn't have. They should not have. No. They, he needs they to had know. every right. He you had no place. business being up there. Oh, your place. So here's what I would say. Here's what I would ask you. You're, you're an MC. You rap. Obviously, yep. like, I always lean to you, to MRK, to, to Wizards Beast. Because I'm, I'm not a rapper. I'm not the one trying to figure out a way to put experience in my lives, experiences in my life on paper in a way that relates to other people. Because I feel like I would write some shit that just relates to me and most motherfuckers won't get it. But I'm just like, this is how I feel. So it's an art. It's a, it's a way to try to write some shit that relates to you, but is also relatable to other mm-hmm. people. So of the two, Fat Joe and Jaw Rule. What would be a better competition for Fat Joe, and what would be a better competition for Jaw Rule? All right, let's start with the obvious choice, Fat Joe. Uh, Stop doing verses. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that shit no more. Pack it up. Yeah, just pack it up. Stay in the crowd. Don't don't come back up there. So there's there's no artist, no MC, where you feel Fat Joe and him can go bar for bar, song for song. You think Fat no. Joe's catalog is that weak? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Abraham, bro, get out of here with you. Keto. Yo, super petty ass. If anybody's supposed to be petty, it's supposed to be being black this week, man. It's supposed to be us. You ain't supposed to come in here with this shit. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go go up there no more. Don't go up there no more. Just just relax, bro. 
go back to podcasting because I know you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You're you're good at that. You have great guests. You have, you give great interviews. Leave it there. Don't leave leave rap where it was. Stop. For Ja, for Ja, I would have loved to see Ja versus Fifty. That is you know I that's thought, not happening though. I know it won't happen, but if they if they could find a way to not be Pat Petty. And oh, Fat Joe versus Nori, I like that. Nori's gonna win. I like Fat Joe. Nori would win, but I like the matchup. So you're saying Nori's gonna win? So like, why would you want? Like, yes. When I look at a versus, I'm like, so the so the one everybody brings up, the one everybody brings up. The only person that can fuck with Dr. Dre is Kanye, and I agree with that shit. Like, if they just go in based off of bar, like rapping wise, rapping wise, Dr. Dre is not in the in the in the in the in the atmosphere of what Kanye did his first four out three albums. No, no, um, four. We got to put. No, yeah, three. Yeah, because you saw what I yeah. did. Like, Jesus got in yeah. the way, or yeah. 808s and Heartbreak got in the way of my my. T- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because I was gonna you're say right. four, but I was like, wait, wait. And I was just like, oh my god, Kanye, what is this? What is this? Hey, eight oh eight, eight oh eight. Some heartbreak got some shit on it. It, it grew like, on you. Got to be. It grew. You got to go me. through a breakup to really understand eight oh eight. Like you gotta, you gotta be going through some shit. Oh, <laughs> Memories made of the coldest winter. Oh, bro. Like, now I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm not gonna. It took like months. Mm. For that shit that to like is. sink in, you know what I'm saying? It's amazing, bro. That shit, that mm. that shit was like an anthem for a reason, like for a while. Yeah, like that shit, like like certain songs hit you off the rip, like bow. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm the reason everybody fired up this season. I'm exalted, barely breathing. I'm the only one that I believe in. No matter what you, I'm just like, talk your shit, Kanye. But then he's going some. Why you acting like a RoboCop? Why you being <laughs> like a RoboCop? I'm just like. What? <laughs> I'm trying, yay. <laughs> I'm trying. You know what? I let Ye slide on this shit because uh-huh. his mom had just passed. But I was like, I was like, yeah, his mom just passed. He's grieving. Uh-huh. This album is a grief album. So yeah. I, I gave that album a lot of slack because I could have went in on it. Okay. I was like, this is not the Kanye I'm used to. Then so, he brought it back. He brought it back. He, he did. gave us. He gave us dark twisted fantasy and i was like thank god he's back in his bag Mm -hmm. let's go and then yeezus and i'm like god damn it (laughs) get this man some meds (laughs) make up your mind yay (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) you made me love you yay you're supposed to change (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't You're follow supposed up. to bring balance to the force. You don't follow up fucking dark twisted fantasy with this shit. What are you doing? <laughs> Have my hopes all up. You give us this bullshit. <laughs> oh man. So who did you say for Fat Joe? The best, the best, the most legit, the most logical. Who who would you put Fat Joe up against where you could be like Fat Joe may win? Is there anybody you could think of in hip hop today? No, not no, not after watching that versus. Fat Joe, he has a catalog, and that's great, but his catalog isn't strong. You know what I mean? Like hit wise, hit wise, he ain't got he ain't got nothing to mess with nobody. He got like two good hits. That's it. Street wise, if you, know, you if you a street cat and you really rock with that shit, no. somebody said Papoose. If you from Get the street, the you rocking with Fat Joe, you not from this. Like, <laughs> I'm not from New York. Now listen, I'm not from New York. I don't know if New York fucks with it. I know he's from the Bronx. I don't know if the Bronx holds loyal to supporting Fat Joe or whatnot. Right. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> I came home. Put that catalog. I came uh, home. I looked at, bro. I still got my CD catalog from back at Eglin. I was at Eglin from 02 to 06, right? No, I was, yeah, mm-hmm. 02 to 07. That's when I was buying CDs for whoever was hot. You know how many uh, Jaro CDs I have compared to how many Fat Joe CDs I have? It's like five to zero. How many? Five to zero. <laughs> I had, I had zero. I have five I zero. Ja Rule albums, physical copies of CDs. Zero yeah, Fat Joe. Me shit. too. I even bought the Last Temptation, and I was like, "That's where I well, stopped shit. at." Last Temptation. I didn't buy That's anything past that. Me too. I was like, mm. <laughs> "But I Bobby have zero Fat cool, Joe albums." I have one big pun album. And no Fat Joe actual him by himself albums. I have yeah, no maybe. Fat Joe shit streamed on Amazon. Fat Joe is not an artist I look to. Like when I dial up 90s or 2000s R&B, um, I get lean back. And that's yeah, the only thing. That, that was a Nighttown anthem. I get multiple Ja Rule albums or singles. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. Who in Fat Joe's camp told Fat Joe this is the shit? He came out there trying to do the whole Gucci thing, like I'ma go change. I got money, I got money, I can change. Uh, you said like Deontay's in here. The Terror Squad album was a sleeper, but um, it wasn't better than they anything Ja Rule put out. Yeah, they, they had a couple things on there, but. Scott Storch nah. came and stayed. Lean- Scott Storch almost saved Terra Squad. He did. He did. Yo, in that one section Listen. where Ja Rule's like, I wrote these songs, Fat Joe was like, you want me to put, I, I could play Candy Shop because I produce Candy Shop. And Ja Rule's like, that shit ain't even good. When Ja Rule can come at your neck with actual facts, my guy, like the shit Ja Rule was saying should have been easy setup for Fat Joe to just crush him. Ja Rule's like, go for in. For six years, I'm high school memories, 
college memories, growing like club memories. Six years I held this shit down. Like it is like, Fat Joe, here's your chance to be like, you dead, but you don't have the fucking ammunition to be like that. No, you know buddy, you you went to a you went to a, a rocket launcher fight with a goddamn pea shooter. Yes, like no. <laughs> so okay so fat joe there's there's nobody now you said 50 and job ja rule now we know that's not gonna happen can you think of another right. artist during those those years that job ja rule was hot that could probably be up in there with job ja rule or was Ooh. he just too hot for that time period for anybody to fuck with maybe nelly Nah, never mind. Let me stop. No. Because Nelly had no. a versus during, with Ludacris. And Ludacris mopped the floor with Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. During that time, shit, man. The only other person that I could say like was was on that level is probably probably DMX. That's it. DMX had a versus during that with time somebody frame. though, right? Yeah, him and uh Snoop. And shit, he was him and uh him and Snoop had a damn good versus. I remember that one. I don't know how I feel about that one. DMX is too grimy to be on a versus with Snoop. Snoop Snoop just ain't matching that, DMX's that, energy. That was actually one of the better verses, honestly. And I was surprised, I was surprised it was that close. Cause Snoop has some Snoop Snoop has some shit, bro. He like did. early Snoop. Early Snoop was Snoop a motherfucker. Right. When I'm when I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like, bro, y'all gotta match energies, bro. Like, right. Like I love I love the the verses where it's like songwriters or producers, cause you see their full creativity and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Like the joint with uh, who was it? Uh, who did who did RZA go up against? DJ P Premier? Rock. That was that was one of my favorite. Oh verses. my god! Talk about it. That was one of my favorite. That verses. shit. Cause they, I liked. Uh, I love when the producers go at it. I liked uh, obviously the tempo and and Swiss the the OG one that started it. Um, mm-hmm. I like the songwriters, like when uh, Neo went against uh, Sean Garrett, and then you yep. see the shit they do. The T Pain versus Little John. I'm just like that was another this one is of my favorites. Shit that I love. Even the um, even the Manny Fresh Scott Storch one. Yes, that one was good. Yes, I didn't think that was gonna be good, but it, bro. Yeah, that one when was you because they opened their catalog so That's wide, where you're just thing. like, I didn't know this dude had a part in this oh. shit. I didn't even right. know he had a he dabbled in this, you know? Right. Um those are the ones I love. Like when it comes to rappers, like when 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 you keep holding shit in New York, you have to know Yo, if you're you New gotta, York or not. You gotta go to a different level when you You in gotta New know York. if you New you York gotta, or not. And here's my thing. Yeah. After what Jada and the locks did to Dipset. If you want to jump out there and be like, yo, we, this is the mecca of hip-hop. This is... Bro, like you, you, better you be have to know if you have that cash. Hard. <laughs> you better be... You better be spitting prisons, bro. 
Oh, hold up. You got to spit. Eric is in here saying Ja Rule was the weak link in Murder, Inc. Who, who did you, who, who is carrying Murder, Inc., EJ? Who is carrying Murder, Inc.? I'm curious to know this answer. Because, like, I know Cadillac Tall had one good song that was on, like, the Fast and Furious soundtrack where he's using the, the beat of a two-way pager. <laughs> he already know. Look. <laughs> I was like, oh, this yeah. I can't wait for your album to come out. Never. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. But let it, so um, let me ask you this. So this versus just happened. We we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but Donda and Certified Lover Boy came out. There, there was a whole thing going on. So the last two weeks, yeah. I think two weeks ago, CLB, Certified Lover Boy, came out, album by Drake. Week before that, last week of August, uh, Donda came out. Right. How you feeling about those two? And, and what it, how, how do you feel about each album? And which album do you think is the best of the two? I'm asking you as an artist. Cause, cause I'll, I'll, I'll voice it as a casual fan. I want you to, to break it down artistically. Oh man, that's such a that's a hard question to answer. As an artist, because I know Ye is on another a, level, mentally, right. artistically. You know what I'm saying? So right. Try to try to break that as down an, for us. I'm I'm gonna surprise a lot of people, okay. and I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak from an artistic standpoint. Please do. Donda artistically was a better album than mm-hmm. Certified Love. Well, to me, artistically, if we have time. because Ye has this ability. He has this ability to go to go outside of the normal range of what a normal artist would do. For instance, you look at Certified Lover Boy. There's a profile for Drake, right? You know what you're going to get out of a Drake album. You know this, right? You're gonna get you're gonna get some kind of you're gonna get some kind of uh, girl reference, relationship problems. You know what I mean? So you're gonna get something along those lines with a Drake album, right? And he doesn't disappoint. This shit's gonna be this shit's gonna be kind of fire. You're gonna get you're gonna get a future feature, right? You'll get somebody else that's hot around that time. You'll get them on a feature. That's your Drake album, right? His artistic limit is in that range, right? Kanye doesn't have a limit to where he can go artistically. Mm. And Donda proves this because just as he did with the with the previous album, he kept the gospel, but the way that he was able to stretch it further than he did the last album, like he went deeper than he did on the last album. And artistically, Ye is, Ye is reaching further than pretty much anybody's doing music right now, artistically. Now, 
as a as a casual listener, my ear gravitates more towards certified lovable. Mm. Because mm. because you have you have the sounds that I like to hear, right? You have the same sort of features. Like you have a Jay-Z feature on 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 Donda, you have a Jay-Z feature on Certified Lovable. Mm-hmm. Out of the two, Jay-Z goes way harder on fucking Certified Lovable. That's one of Jay-Z's best verses in years on that album. And you could tell that he put he put effort into it. Not not saying that he didn't do it with Donda, but the effort that he put into getting on certified lover boy made that made that track hit way harder because he spit he spit gems on that shit. So did every other artist, right? So my ear gravitated really more towards um, certified lover boy. But artistically, I can appreciate Don. three home runs today, man. You say who's really made, Jim? So I gave both of them a, a two point five out of out of five. And the reason why it was only 2.5 is I'm basing it off of their previous work. You know what I'm saying? Like right. their their potential and their trajectory, what it was, is is these albums were not what I expected. And again, this is me as a casual fan, because I'm not a rapper. I'm not trying to get in the head of an artist or anything. If Donda was probably 17 tracks instead of 26. Oh, yeah. It would have been a way better album. Yes. It's too long of a list. Yes. There are easily nine songs to chop off that motherfucker to make it a great album. Right. You are right. Um, but like like I said, it's it's one of those things I'm listening to it. I don't want to go too hard on it because every artist has the right to make a project that is personal to them. And if they feel that it's something they want to share with the masses, put it out there. It is not right. my place to tell Kanye what music to make, whatever, if that's on his soul, if that's on his heart, if that's how he wants to pay homage to his, his late mother go at it but at the same time you put it out there for my consumption and i'm sitting there driving back from vegas if i can make it from kingman arizona all the way back to my house on one listen on your album i still got i still got song yes bro it's too long <laughs> it's too long it's too long and there are some songs that that i could have skipped but i'm trying to listen to them and i've listened to this album start to finish three times once in a car twice in the gym where it's just me listening to the music no distractions because a lot of people are like you got to listen to it like at a high volume and at this and at that i'm just like why are there so many you know requirements for me to be able to enjoy this album like i should just turn this shit on right. and be like i fucks with it or i don't you know what i'm saying right i will say that there's one song that i always like if if people are like donda i'm like bro if you don't play hurricane and let oh, me get yes. this motherfucking the weekend to sing this hook with the choir and then 
can I say something? Yes. Like, how do you feel about Lil Baby? Because everybody is on Lil Baby. Like, he's up and coming. What are your thoughts on Lil Baby? Lil Baby can be, he can be a great artist. He just has to be more consistent, right? So for every, my my problem with Baby, with Lil Baby, uh-huh. is he'll give you a great song and then he'll give you an end. You know what I mean? Like for every great songs, that's probably two. Man, that was all right. You know what I mean? Like if he if he kept it consistent, mm-hmm. he he could be a great artist. Here's my like, I don't know why these. Like I listen to him, and from what I like, I don't know if he has his own album out. Does he have a, a, a LP out or an EP? Because all I hear him is in features. And all I hear is this this auto tuned weird. I think he. You sound the same as Gunner. You sound the same as all these. Like everybody's like he's a good rapper. He's 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 up and coming. He's on the verge. He's on this. And I just keep hearing that auto tune rap that Future is giving us. That all these people are giving us. And I'm like, what is differentiate? What what is the difference between Lil Baby and the rest of these these up and coming rappers? Like I want to fucks with him. His verse right. in Hurricane, I love it. But his verse in other shit mm-hmm. that I hear him in, I'm just like, I mean, another motherfucker could have did this. You know, it's like a young thug right. type shit, you know? But Hurricane right. from Donda is my shit. Like, I fucks with it. I fucks with uh, Jailed. Because mm-hmm. I only fucks with Jailed. Because uh, I just like the hook. And I want to start playing that in my head when motherfuckers do shit that almost gets me to wild the fuck out. Yep. No, like when motherfuckers do some shit and I just look at them and I'm just like, guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> Be like, that's me because I'm about to. <laughs> now I got to slap a motherfucker in his face. Guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> Who got priors? Who got priors? We got priors. <laughs> Guess I'm going to jail tonight. Guess I'm going to. Guess who's going to jail tonight? I'm just like, every day there's a moment where I'm just like, is this the moment I go to jail? Nah, I can't. This is it. I got a wife and kids. They need a house. They need. I can't do it. I want to, but I can't. <laughs> but um like there there are songs on Donda that I like. But it's it's not enough for me to be like all 20 like and people look at me they'll be like listen. Mac, you light skin. You like Drake. And I'm gonna just tell y'all, you right. I fucks with Drake. <laughs> and it, and it's not just cuz the light skin shit. I gravitate towards the chill, kind of fucking emotional shit that Drake puts out. Like, I was watching a review on YouTube. I forget who did the review, but they were just like, Drake would be the the incarnation of, like, if you go to YouTube and type lo-fi hip-hop, there's a channel where there's, like, lo-fi hip-hop animation and shit. They'd be like, that's Drake. His music is so laid back, chill, lo-fi type shit. That is why, and I, I've told y'all this before, Pitmasters. When it comes to that feeling label, 
My favorite record of all time is by Wizz's Beast. And it's 10 mil tone. 10 mil tone. And it's because it's lo fi beats. And he is spitting over low. Like, if I could just chill, vibe out, smoke my hookah, have a drink, and listen to fucking lo fi hip hop, I'd be in heaven. And Drake's certified lover boy is. Let me. So the best song off of Donna to me is Hurricane. The best song okay. off of Certified Lover Boy is Fair Trade to me. Oh, um, ooh. Bro. I, you know what? My my favorite one is uh, Love All with Jay-Z. But Fair Trade is second. That is second for me. That's second. Uh, okay. The sample for Fair Trade, how it leads in, it made yeah. me look up the original song that he sampled from. Just so I can hear that shit. But how he how he rides the beat on the second verse when he was like, my mama used to be on disability but gave me disability and now she walking with her head high and her back straight. I don't think y'all feeling me. I'm out here doing everything they said I couldn't be or wouldn't be. I'm just like, bro, talk about it, Drake. And then when he started getting yep. into his singing, I get along better with your like. Like I'm, 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 I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like when Drake get emotional, he rap about some shit that I, I, at one point in my life, I was feeling how he is rapping at this point. It make me think of like yeah. a past relationship. Not that I'm gonna go back and text mm-hmm. or nothing, but I just be like, I can see how he feel like this. And it's, it's, it's cool yeah. that a motherfucker is willing to be sensitive enough to rap about the shit instead of being like. Nah, fuck these bitches, hoes and tricks and all that. Like, nah, nigga, be a real dude. You feel bad about yeah. some shit? Like that, Marvin's you know room? What? You know, bro, Marvin's you room came what? out? Oh, my God. Let Hey, um, I, you I, right I, I challenge. I'm just saying. I challenge one better. dude in the Pitmasters in, in, in to be like, there's not one situation in your life now it could have been before you were with who you are now or whatever but like one time in your life you know you was in that position mentally that drake was in when he wrote that song and you was just like fam fam come on dog where was this at in high school dog where was this song in high school dog for real (laughs) you know what song got me you know what song got me what's that come through on um nothing was oh nothing uh Come I can pull you up through. a drink and we can run something. Oh, my God. Through. It was come so laid through. back, right? You come just through. vibe into huh? that shit, bro. And then the beat Hell change yeah. at the end. Why has it been so long? Why has it been so long? You deserve rounds tonight. You deserve Guy, you picking up your phone? <laughs> Hello. Hello. What you doing? Oh, you on the phone? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, what you doing? Oh, you just calling call her, bro. That's how Marvin's room almost had me. <laughs> Cups of the rose. I'm just saying. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me, have you heard that lately? Are you Fuck drunk right that now? Nigga. Yes. Like when you can sing. When you can sing that level of disrespect, 
Fuck that nigga that you I know you still think about the times we had. I said, fuck that nigga that you think <laughs> you found. And since you picked up, Bro, I know he's that, not That around. last part of that bar. And since you picked up, so I know he's not since around. Since you picked up, I know he ain't there. You don't give a fuck about Like, you could have let this shit go straight to voicemail. But the fact you hit accept this call, you know what you it is. Green button. You know because he's gone. You, you, you still want to talk to me? <laughs> I'm just saying you could do better. The disrespect! And he sang it so smooth. Rappers have been trying to relay this level of disrespect through bars, and he sang it. He sang it. Then he put a spin on it. (laughs) 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 But of the two, of of the two albums, I gave both Donda and Certified Lover Boy 2.5. Only because, like, mm-hmm. I expected more from Drake. Like, Drake, Drake's formula does not change. Drake knows what works. No, it don't. And he keeps fucking with it. So because he's not, quote-unquote, growing as an artist, I faulted it. But of the two albums that are both 2.5, I enjoy listening to Certified Loverboard more than Donda. Facts. There's only one you skip. Know why one, gave... There's only one legit skip that I give Certified Lover Boy, just... and it's that song with Twenty One Savage, the Gang Talk or Knife Talk, yep. whatever it is. That that has Project Pat in the beginning, and I'm like, oh, I might fuck with this shit. And then, yep. And then Twenty One Savage comes on, and I'm just like, oh, J Cole ain't writing your verses. I can't listen to it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> This ain't a J. Cole. He left Ray you alone verse. in the studio. Yep. Yeah. He left you alone in the studio. Bro. <laughs> he left you alone? <laughs> oh no, he gave you your own pad and pen. Ah, uh, yikes. Shit. <laughs> Yeesh. Ah. Jermaine. Yeesh. Jermaine. Cole, please. <laughs> Jermaine. Cole. Young Simba. Go help this man. <laughs> Mr. Nice Watch. <laughs> Someone help him. Uh, <laughs> but um But you know why I gave you know why I scored Drake so low? Why is that? It's because before this album came out, this motherfucker was dropping bangers. Like laugh now, cry later. Mm. Banger. I forget the name of that song, but he was like, What's wrong with you? I sit in the box with the owners, dude. Like I work out. Oh, what's shit. next? Like, yeah, that. Bro, his scary hours, that little three, three track fucking EP or whatever. Yeah. But he had a uh, lemon pepper on there where he just spazzed the fuck out for yeah. like four minutes after after Ross. Yes. Yes. Bangers. He gave us bangers before this album. So I'm like, oh, when he dropped Dark Lane rap. demo tapes. Like Dark Lane demo tapes was better than Certified Lover Boy. The shit he put out as a placeholder Agreed. before this album. I'm like, nigga, this you could have put out Dark Lane for this shit. Yes, you could have. And been successful. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, but no, so if, I mean, if y'all like Donda, y'all can like Donda. 
Um, I'm doing a better job of when y'all post what y'all like. I just scroll by. Um, I do <laughs> ask, though, that when I share my review and I say Donna's 2.5, I don't need y'all jumping in my comments talking about, wow, y'all rated it that low? Like, because it's my opinion. It you is what, what it is. It is um, what it is. And low-key, like, I, I just... Drake just makes music that I gravitate to. Like, I still listen to other artists and shit, but, uh, like, uh, Baby Keem, he put his album out. I fucks with it. Mm. It's probably a... a oh, buddy. A three buddy. Epic, bro. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that now. Buddy. I'm feeling some kind of way about that one. I'm just like... Man. Um, but no. No, 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 no. But uh, that's cool because I I like asking you that because I know as an artist and shit like there there's a there's a level of when you hear an album you're actually breaking down lyrics now. and stuff and 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 I, understanding it to a a place where as a casual fan attention. like me not a casual fan but like just as a listener as a fan the I'm right. really thinking about it to the extent that you're thinking about it or MRK or Wizards Beast or E. Smitty, you know? So that's why I like asking y'all that question. Yeah. Artistically, I can appreciate the fuck out of what Kanye did. Yeah. And they're still doing. Like, when, when Kanye's done with music, I think a lot of people appreciate what he did. Yeah. I think so. Um, And what he contributed. Yeah. And, and for what it's worth, I know his album, like, took each song charted on the gospel contemporary or whatever mm -hmm. chart if this is a the wisdom i don't know if he categorized it as a gospel rap album but donda compared to jesus is king his previous one that was the the christian rap album donda is far superior than what jesus oh, yeah. is king is you know what i'm saying so yeah i i I can appreciate that he is incorporating his faith into his music a little bit more, uh, right? A little bit more inner. I don't know the word for it, but with Jesus is King, I felt it was just fan service, crowd service. I would just say Jesus a couple right. times, talk about God, compare to this. Bow, it's a Christian rap album. Now I feel like he's actually incorporating his faith into his music and making it more true to him relatable yes more right. true to him which He's making I'm just it like, relatable all right kanye i see what you're doing okay um but just i can't be in my car listening to donda and having a good time like i can't i could put certified lover boy in and be like you know it's gonna be a good drive to work you know yeah Way too sexy. Let me tell you. So, Lifter in here talking about way too sexy is in my 2021 anthem. Way too sexy is a borderline skip for me. Because I feel like none of the artists on that track really want to be on that track. Young Thug at the end, I think they just hit that mug up on his way out the house. Was like, hey, bro, you need to give us this verse for you bounce. Oh, uh, okay. I can't. I like oh okay just put that at the end and then just put a fucking hard ass fucking 
bass heavy <laughs> fucking beat with a fucking catchy ass hook. And I mean, I know it's in the clubs. I know because when I went, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna say when I was in Vegas that song was out because it wasn't. He didn't release any singles before that. But I can imagine, no. Black, you know, if you were to go to Korea right now, walk by Club oh, Ratchet. It's... We all know what Club Ratchet is. What is yep. blasting out of that fucking club as you're walking back to the gym? Or walking back to the base? Uh, too sexy for me, sure. Too sexy for me, sure. Too sexy for the trap. Too it's, sexy it's for the trap. Like, I... There, there comes a point, Deontay, you ain't there yet. But when you get to me in Black's age, future ain't it no more, man. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that. I know y'all young cats don't want to hear that. Oh, there comes a time. There comes a time where you will wake up in your life and hear future verse and be like, this motherfucker is trash. <laughs> like the, the the shit that gets me is like I sound now like like my grandmother used to sound. You know what I mean? Like turn this mess off. Turn it off. What the fuck <laughs> you got playing in my car? Yeah, but you don't want to be too mean, but they like can you turn it up? No. I refuse. And it's not that I don't want it loud. It's just I don't want to hear it. So I put it at a level to where it's minimal annoyance. I'm Too Sexy is this close to being the next skippable song after Knife Talk. <laughs> That'd be about right. The other songs, I let them shits ride. I don't know why. It's just like I'll be in the gym lifting to Certified Lover Boy. Even through the R and B cuts and shit, just just cause like I fucks I fucks with it like I don't need to listen yep. to heavy bass shit when I lift, but if I just don't like the song, I can't fuck with it. <laughs> side note, side yes. note, side note. Yes, love all. Like immediately when that song comes on, I want to play "Life After Death." Like immediately. <laughs> Cause when it comes on, it's like previously, previously on, on Life After Death, and I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I want to hear that album. <laughs> it's always the go-to after I hear that song. It's like I gotta hear, I gotta hear Ready to Die. I mean, Life After Death, bro. Like Drake's selection of beats, or his A and R, whoever, whoever selects the beats for Drake. They just know what fits Drake, and Drake knows how to fucking ride those beats and do his shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just been... You skipped TSU? What uh, the fuck? Bro. See, you young. You don't even know what that yeah, means. Yeah, he probably skipped Marvin's Room and shit. You skipped Marvin's Room too, don't you, Deontay? That's the shit where you, you just be listening to means. it, and you just, just drinking, smoking some shit. You just be like... I'm making it rain in this bitch. I'm making it snow in this bitch. She making run in this bitch. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my god. I just, I just, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Deontay, let me just tell you some shit. 
there will come a time where you just listening to some shit and you just be like, I fucks with this shit. Like you start mm-hmm. moving away from future and just start to some chill shit. Cause like you still in the age where you want to go to clubs. You know what I'm saying? You just want to go to clubs. I'm at the age where I want to go to a lounge where I can sit down and just listen to the fucking good smoke, music, and have some smoke drinks, a cigar, and some, yeah, yeah, some some old people shit. That's what y'all would call it. Bro. Me, I call, yeah, I want to do I want to do some old people shit. Like I just want to <laughs> I want to old people sitting shit. that bitch with yeah sitting that bitch with a whiskey and a cigar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people. You know what I mean? Like just sitting that bitch and be just I ain't doing shit. I'm just sitting here with a cigar that I'm halfway smoking because the bitch Man, burned my lungs to death. She went but it goes so man. good with whiskey. I watch it burn in the club. <laughs> watching a world. That's the shit I be on, man. Just smoking my hookah, just chilling, drinking. Yep. This, this my shit. This my bro. Show him, Mac. Show him. You know, just <laughs> just sitting there. Just like, Oh, What's that supposed to mean? You that call oh, shout out to Vuk. So if y'all don't know, uh, my man Vuk, old school. Uh, I'm getting into Air Force terminology. One Charlie Five, my job, Black's job. He's back here at Luke teaching the, the up and coming new generation of WD and shit. So this is our first time hanging out. He actually made jalapeno. Hell of a poker player too. Vuk got a mean ass poker face, bro. Like. If you ever want to learn poker, that's the guy you need to learn it from. Yes. Luke's uh, a hell of a poker player. But me and him reminisced on some, some old school type shit, man. And he is, he like, I'm old school, career field wise or career wise. They look at me like, damn, you've been in fucking 19 years. He's been in before me. So he's an OG. I'm old school. He's the OG. And then there's the new school shit coming up under us. So uh, shout out to you, Vuk. Appreciate you coming through. My man had Cuban cigars for us to smoke, but I was like, I gotta be here for the the the, the smoke pit or whatnot. But we are going to hook up, and we are going to have those Monte Criscos, my guy. Believe that. Save me one, my guy. Save me one. Oh, he got the Monte Criscos, bro. My you man, need to come through, man. Come through the Phoenix, bro. Come smoke with your boy. My man. Come smoke with your boys. It you know uh, what? I'm I'm probably I'm gonna try to come that way when uh when Sam comes that way. Well, when I saw that, no, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the final shot. Tonight. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, what you want to talk about next, man? What you got on deck next? Um, let's go into a a, a, a serious topic, but but let's lead this in with with a question. Okay. Um. So, as you guys know. Uh, Texas recently passed a controversial law on abortion, um, which has gained a lot of backlash. Uh, rightfully so, rightfully so, right? Uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be dictating what women. Not really dictating. It really is dictation at the end. But you shouldn't really be telling women what to do with their bodies. It's their bodies. Um, they have a. They should have the right to decide on what they do with their bodies and that's just my opinion i know a lot of people may feel differently but that's just my opinion uh it's their body it should be their choice to what they want to do with it um in response to that 
one of the most unlikely candidates uh, came out and spoke and said that women, in response, should refuse to sleep with men. Um, and I just want to ask the ladies uh, real quick: Does Bat Miller speak for y'all? Is this is this is, is this your spokesperson? So don't 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 sleep with men. First and foremost, first and foremost, I just want to ask a question. Um, who's banging Beth Miller? Say what? Because who's banging Beth Miller? Uh, <laughs> uh, Beth Miller today or Beth Miller from when Hocus Pocus first came out? Today. <laughs> I don't know. Let me let me Google to see if she's with somebody. Cause I don't wanna, you know, jump to conclusions and shit. I mean kudos to you if if you are. Um Let me let me find that article hell, that I sent you. Uh, it, this was an article thing. by uh that I found out from uh, Fox 10 Phoenix and their Instagram uh, page because you know they be petty and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I be finding my my most outrageous news by Fox 10. But that, listen, in today's day and age, I get it. I get it. Um, now, if if all the females collectively did that, I would be pissed off at Bat Miller. Seriously. Okay. All right. I got the article. So, uh, back in September 6th, uh, Golden Globe winner Bat Miller recently took to Twitter and offered one approach to protesting the Senate Bill 8, a strict and controversial law that bans most abortions. It was passed through the Texas legislature in May and took effect on Wednesday. Her suggestion was, I suggest that all women refuse to have sex with men until they are guaranteed the right to choose by Congress. The 75-year-old actress tweeted, So this is her thing. She is, uh, her actual tweet says, why do hashtag anti-vaxxers and hashtag anti-maskers get to live the my body, my choice life, but pregnant women are not allowed to? How is this fair? Some say it's Texas's way of keeping black and brown women poor. I say it's also because they want white women to replenish the stock. And I'm just like, yeesh, girl, bet you out yeesh. here wildin'. Um... So yeah, this is a serious topic, and this is, is something um, I know was brought up in the Smoke Pit fan group to talk about. Um, yep. And and I feel at a disadvantage because we're both dudes, we're both men. We can't right. really speak on it, except from for from our perspective, uh, being husbands and fathers, and so forth and so on. 
how do how do you feel about this law being passed? Like, uh, just your opinion. Again, granted, we're both two men. Right. Uh, if any women want to chime in and jump on the podcast and jump on the show and give us their thoughts, or if they want to just give us their thoughts in the, in the comments, um, feel free to do that, and we'll make sure they get read and, 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 and spoken and, and shared. Uh, but what do you think about it, uh, Black? Um, first off, I, I do wanna I do wanna address the fact that um, this ain't right. Uh, something she said, something she said struck a chord with me, right? Like so, anti vaxxers and uh, they they have the choice to protect what's going on with their bodies, but pregnant women don't, right? Um. I, I do think I do think that 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 statement is is rather valid, right? Um, but in the context of in the context of what she's putting, right? I think it's incredibly unfair. This law is, um, and I think about it. I think about it in terms of I have a friend, right? Yes. Um, one of my one of my best friends. Uh, I consider I consider that person to be like a brother, right? Um, he is the product of uh, rape, right? So his mom was raped yeah. and was pregnant. She made the decision to keep him, right? Yep. Because that was her choice. Now, if she would have made the decision to abort him, it's totally her choice, but. I would be without that friend today. You know what I mean? So I, I could see, I could see a little bit of it, but in the end, it was his mother's choice, right? To to keep that child, right? So I think that plays a very big role in in this law. You take that option away. Like if a woman chooses to keep a child, it should be her choice. You should not be making that choice for her, right? Because not like my friend's mom, like somebody else could be going through that same exact situation and the shame and embarrassment that they would have to live by having to have this child, um, they have to look at that daily and they have to take care of that daily you know what i mean and that hurt and that pain and that embarrassment probably will never go away you know so i think i think the choice should be for the woman um likewise likewise if a woman is is pregnant and having problems which is very common pregnancy is it, it's a it's a it's a thing but dangerous pregnancy is actually very common especially in america yeah. um and if you risk if you risk a life if a mother has to carry a baby to term because the law requires her to and it's causing her problems that then who's going to take care of of that that family you know what i mean like who's going to be there to console them are you politician are you going to be there to tell that woman or that woman's family after she's died giving birth that she that she knew that she probably wouldn't make it out of but the law required her to keep that child are you going to be there to console that family no you're not going to give a shit at all 
you're you're gonna go about business as usual. You made a decision for potentially millions of women to have to suffer. And just by removing the choice, the option for them to a live healthier lives, whether it's whether it's abortion through rape or or a bad pregnancy, you remove the option for them to heal properly. You know what I mean? Like that's what you've ultimately done, and you're not going to be there to console these families when they when they have to go through that, go through that problem. You know, so that I can understand. Um, and it's 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 awfully it's awfully weird to me that people people who are are pro life don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like you can you can be pro life. But it's okay to have situational awareness too. You know what I mean? Like it's right. it's perfectly okay. It's okay to think rationally in in these types of decisions. And it sucks. It sucks for those people that that will have to go through that under that law. Um. So I, I want to come on here and. And look at this. I don't want to say devil's advocate, but just from the other side of the. Um, so there are some states where the liberal mindset or just liberal idea of life is prevalent. Most right. obvious California. You like go to California, whatever, while you live your life, whatever, right? They look at California as mm-hmm. heathen central. Um, remember how I used to feel. So, in a lot of cases, they'd be right. Right. Um, so, is it wrong for conservatives and, and not radical conservatives, but just conservatives? people with a certain moral upbringing to to want to have their own safe haven which is 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 that a wrong thing to look at like is it wrong for them to want to have a place where they can be surrounded by people who share their the same thoughts and same values no what would you say to that it's not it's it's not right but in any in any case in any case like if if you, you have to look at risk, right? So if there's a risk, so don't treat me then like you have to have a way to to fight the risk. You know what I mean? Like if there's a risk to life, you have to have a way to fight that. And just saying, well, you have to keep it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to keep it anyway. You may die, but you have to keep that child. You know what I mean? Like. In, in a lot of cases, there's a way to there's a way to think on both sides and think rationally towards the other side. There, there really is. There's a way to meet in the middle, and I don't think that they do that a lot of times. Yeah, because um, I feel that this, and this is just my opinion. I feel that this law has been passed. You know the niggas is on the street based on. Not just conservative views, but more of 
like I feel religion played some part in this, 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 this law. Oh yeah, definitely. And definitely. That that's where I get. When there's this whole document that says there's a separation of church and state. And every time there's an election thing or whatever, these people get on stage and be like, you know, I grew up in Christian background and this, and they use a Bible to swear them into office and... I feel like religion has never been taken out of politics, and it won't because there's a percentage of America, let me, let me rephrase that, in a politician's eyes, there's a percentage of voters who are very religious and sharing their religion or appearing to share the same values as their religion equates to those votes easily going to you so they will continue to dabble in this religious uh, I go to church I'm a Christian man I have these values instead of just taking religion out of it all together you know what I'm saying so and here's a what is and here's my other opinion that I'll throw it back to you is um, I know of three individuals, three women who have gone through, personally gone through getting an abortion. And each mm-hmm. one of them has told me that that decision was the hardest thing that they have ever done it wasn't a it was like a last resort like it wasn't like the first thing that came to their mind because what i'm thinking this law is put into place for is they probably feel like women are using abortion as a plan b like as their contraceptive right you know what i'm saying it's not a whole lot of women who are like i'm willing to have unprotected sex and it's cool i'll just get an abortion and and the women that I have that that I know who have went through this process it has been such an emotional event for them right um (laughs) I don't want to tell their story but the stories they've told me like it it crushed them and they were out of like their their mental health was out of it for a while uh just emotional just physical like that took such a toll on their bodies like right for the masses who are listening i don't know like from what i've heard abortion is not the go-to method for unwanted pregnancy um birth controls out there uh newsflash conservatives are real big on trying to limit the availability of birth control to certain people because they're trying to get you know they're trying Mm -hmm. to limit Planned Parenthood or whatnot because they assume Planned Parenthood is just slinging abortions out for free um right contraceptives are not always 100% like uh Danielle said in the comments um so you can be on the pill and there's that off chance that boom you're pregnant um the law makes it 
illegal for you to get an abortion after six weeks? Speaking from experience, uh, my wife never knew you don't, she was pregnant. Right, until you don't after know. After six weeks. Until like eight or ten. Yes, yeah. like she was two, two and a half months pregnant before she knew she was pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So at that point in right. Texas, they're just like, well, fuck it, have a kid. And I don't want to get into the the argument of well now you're pregnant this if you don't want the baby just go through the nine months have the baby and give it up for adoption because one being pregnant limits what you can do like your job may be like you know uh you can't do x and x and x well you gotta go like and then you know obviously there's some legal things you take with that job but i know one one person who went through that process with the mindset of giving up their child for adoption. After nine months of caring for that child inside of them, when they had the child, she already signed whatever agreement to release the child to the adoptive parents. That event destroyed her words destroyed her emotionally because the baby is born they let you know you hold your your child to you that that bonding mm-hmm. i can i can as a guy i will never know seeing apple hold our kids to her it is a it is a unspeakable bond an indescribable bond and, and you can probably mm-hmm. talk to it too, Black. When you see the mother hold their child for the first time, could you imagine? Oh, it's everything. Could you imagine? Con. Or any woman after that experience being mentally cool with, there you go. Like after nine months of dealing nope. with all this stuff, morning sickness limited mobility all of this stuff baby comes you hold the child gone like to to yeah to be like well that's your option it seems very shitty to me as a guy um and and i can only speak to it as a guy who has heard remarks from from females who have gone through that from women who have gone through that and it crushes my soul <laughs> that a majority of the people passing this law are people who never go through the things that these women are going through, a.k.a. white exactly. males. It, it fucks with me that that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? No, it fucks with me too. You know what I mean? And to your point, like, the first time I saw Khan hold, like, one of my kids, I was like... I was like, oh my God, bro. Like it's in in that moment, just for me, watching it was everything. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine, I can't imagine a woman holding her child and then giving it up for adoption. I couldn't imagine that. 
that that has to be a soul crushing. Everything follows. And I want to shout out Ambassador Danielle Swanson because they refuse to follow the first law. She's on here giving us a female perspective. they keep on running. She says there are so many in the system now that aren't adopted and are mistreated and abused. Sometimes that's worse. People care up until the child's birth, and then after it's not their problem. I did some kind of research, and when people are looking to adopt, the prime thing they're looking for is adopting a newborn or a toddler or something to where they can take them as a baby and shape them or form them or whatnot. When they get to the older ages, like, uh, I guess, uh, senior elementary, middle school. Nobody's really looking for the teenagers mm-hmm. anyway because they're like, bro, they already got their whole mentality and life set up and shit. I don't want to bring in a teenager and try to fucking help raise them and stuff. So it's it's cool. Just get them and put them up for adoption. And then we have so many kids in the adoption system anyway. And why is it tens of thousands of dollars to adopt a child if we're looking to just try to put these kids in good homes? Like, why am I coming out of pocket so much? For this process, you know what I'm saying? Um, because right. if they stay in foster care, it's the government paying for this. Um, no different, maybe some difference. I don't know. I need to look into it. But their whole thing is these people having these kids and being on welfare, and it's costing the government money. Like, like I, 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 I'm trying to see the difference in the in the thing, right? Like the mom is in no position right. to have a kid. You're forcing her to have the kid. She can't afford it. They go on welfare. People are just like, all my money, all my tax money is going to this illegitimate, you know, single parent trying to raise this kid. And then it's just like, okay, so you won't let me get the abortion. I have the child. I put it up for adoption. It stays in foster care. Your money is still going to this child regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Um, exactly. It's, it's it's a weird thing, um, and it's I'm I'm just super big on pro-choice. Like, let these people live their lives. If it's not affecting me in any way, uh, I would I would put it like this. I would put it like this. Like, if 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 there was a law that required males to do a form of birth control or you know what I mean have it to where they couldn't have children or control just some type of function of their bodies this would be a bigger problem than it would be you know what I mean like than it is now so the fact that women have to go through, I feel for it I feel I feel for it you know what I mean so it, it sucks man it sucks because you know Dudes are raised hell. If they tell you you got to snip your balls off after you have a kid, like, there'll be way more problems. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be way more, there'll be way more outrage. You know what I mean? But that's essentially, that's essentially what you're doing to women. You're telling them, like, your proverbial balls are in my hand and you have to do what I say. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get the option. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
I know somebody brought up the fact like the uh, coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. Something I was about to say, but they they well they worded control. it something we along the lines. Very little like that. problem you know in this country like, at this uh, moment. Well, we pretty much shut it down. To, coming in from China, it, it's we'll almost see what happens, but we did shut it down. Like yes, you know, a lot of people if, think if that goes away and come out and be like, all right. So men, after you have two we're kids, the second. You know, in April, supposedly it dies with yeah. the like, weather. Looks like by April, bro, you, you know, know the in fuck theory, when it gets I'm gonna a little do warmer, the rest of my life. You know, like how, right, like, exactly. like the, the uproar or the the. We have it very much under control. And women, here's a here's a better one. The women I'm here. Here's with, a better one. Like if the government was just like men, like if they if they directed men to, like I said. After X amount of you know, kids, when I was growing up, there was a statement. I think it was Pascal. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, here's a here's a better one. Here's a better one. As a whole, would be ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if they outlawed Viagra or any erectile dysfunction medication. Imagine if they, if imagine if they outlawed that shit. Right. Like you cannot take this shit. This shit is banned. Because it causes heart attacks, which is which is one of the the symptoms, right? Uh -huh. They tell you that in the commercial. If you're having erectile dysfunction, and they do their little fast talking shit, heart attack, disease, heart disease is is one of those factors, bro. Like you're at risk if you take it, but people don't give a shit because it makes your dick hard. Now imagine if they they said we're gonna outlaw this shit because it's killing way too many people. You know how many you know how many outraged men there will be? Yeah. Millions. <laughs> Millions. Well, guess your dick ain't getting hard no time soon, buddy. Good luck. That's what better, I'm saying. Like, I feel because there's a, a, a friend of mine I was talking to who was who was voicing the whole Is it wrong for like, cause one, she she isn't religious at all. She was just raised with the the moral of abortion is wrong. It's not tied to religion. It's just killing a baby is wrong, right? Right. Um, right. But she also brought that portion up as well as the the discrepancy that still happening in america like the biggest focus is obviously on minorities being mistreated wrong but there are women like women in this country have yet to get the same treatment as men exactly and i say men and i mean white men <laughs> in this country white men seem to still be kind of the Predator, quote unquote. They are they are what everybody else is chasing. Everybody wants the same rights, the same privilege, the same pay, the same opportunity as the white man. Women, minorities, minority women have it doubly bad, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. um, I feel as if and and this is a sidetrack thing. Um because I was bringing up, I was talking to somebody about critical race theory and stuff like Let's that. Let's flow on, babe. 
I know you guys have it bad, but what if I was to tell you that women also That's still have it bad? And I'm just saying, well, then let us both come up together. Like, two things That's can be right. true at the same time. I know it sounds weird, but minorities can be getting shitted on, and women can be getting shitted on at the same time. Black people can be getting shitted on, white women can be getting shitted on. Like, we shouldn't be coming at each other that way. We should be looking right. at what we need to do to get up to the same level. Either one, everybody gets elevated up to the same level, or two, the one, the person at the highest level be brought down to be equal with the people at the lowest level. You know what I'm saying? It's Yeah. It is possible for two things to be true. Black lives can matter and also cop lives can matter. Blue lives can matter as well. Uh, nobody's out here saying... Cop lives don't. I'm matter. better than you. Yeah, yes. I'm better I'm just, than you. Yes, you know I'm just I mean? saying. Like, no one's saying that. We want cops to be cool too, but quit fucking with the black people. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. <laughs> like as long as it's a movement to get everybody treated the same, I'm on board as a black man. That's where I'm at. That's just how I feel about shit. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Okay. I'm definitely with you on that one. Um, All right, have, have <laughs> we kicked? Have we kicked the horse enough? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our our final topic of the night. And you know what? It's been a while since we did this one, buddy. So, oh, we tonight. Tonight we are going to bring it back, Play ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I forgot, I forgot all, right. all about that. It's been a minute. I forgot we had that. <laughs> it's been a minute. What we got for? What we who who we going in on? Who we going in on? It's been a hot minute. But I was scrolling through my news feed. And when we were coming up, when we were coming up for topics for the show, the last thing I sent you, I said, and then there's this. Ladies and gentlemen, two Miami cops who idolized the film Bad Boys in Miami charged in a cocaine trafficking operation. Mm. Yes, this is right. <laughs> mm. You heard this correctly. Now, Roderick Flowers and Keith Edwards worth, uh, worked as cops for the Miami-Dade Department. Now they've been arrested on charges of being associated with drug trafficking as reported by the Miami Herald. Now, this went on a six-month sting, and these guys were out buying cocaine, masking themselves as security guards, Yes, you see the picture. <laughs> you see the picture. <laughs> you see the picture. Bro, they think These... they thought they was bad boys for life for real. Look at that. Hold on. Look at this. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got you. I got My man with the oh. wife beater in the holster in the chain. And then the other boy looking like a reject from Belle Biv DeVoe. 
<laughs> oh god. Uh oh, you said you. Oh, now, we sharing screens. Bring it up. Let me see it. Let me. Here we go. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Oh my, my god. Is this on their IG? What is This what is on their IG. Yes. This is on their IG. Now. Ladies and gentlemen. What the entire fuck is going on here? They played it perfectly. I perfectly. My man, he couldn't get the exact red yes. pants, so he got these faded ass. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> these faded ass, like they kind of could have been red if I didn't wash them. Like I fucked around and washed them in warm water instead of cold water, so they faded. Like yes. here we're, here's where I'm at. I I'm in the anime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like cosplay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, but when I cosplay, I don't leave the convention thinking that I'm still the same character that I dressed up as. Because that's ridiculous. No. So if these guys wanted to cosplay or do Halloween as Mike Lowry... You know what I'm saying, and you know, what I'm saying? and and, and, the, and the people from, and then go back home and go back to being regular people. That's cool, but the fact that they left that shit and still thought they were Mike Lowry and, and old boy from, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do we dare blame Hollywood for this shit for glamorizing? No. Law no, enforcement being these are just two ignorant motherfuckers. This is it. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the only explanation. These motherfuckers are stupid. They went as far as putting their IG handles. We ride together. We die together. I saw that. Bad boys for life. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I, I, re- I just read that in the article. <laughs> so, I mean... Lady- I mean, all right. So they're arrested already. Yes. Black, you're the judge. You're the judge who is going to see this case. I know. Th- I know this question seems seems redundant. Like I, I already kind of figured. Like I know the answer. But I'm gonna just try to lay this out to you. Go ahead. You're a judge. Go ahead. You're an honorable mm-hmm. judge. You have seen multiple yes. trials. You are a professional through and through. You have judged. You have oversaw cases of you know, crimes against children. You have seen criminal cases. You have seen civil cases. You are a professional through and through. You are yes. in your office. They put a case file in front of you of what you are about to try. And it is two individuals in Miami who think they are cast straight out of bad boy movies. How are you walking into this trial? First and foremost, 
uh, I got to figure out which hat I'm going to put on. Am I going to put on the Judge Joe Brown hat? Or what am I doing? How am I going how am I going to let these two ignorant dumbass niggas know that you are not in a fucking movie? Uh I think I might go to Judge Brown route. So you mean to tell me that you thought that you were in a movie in which you could just jump over cars and shoot bullets into the air. And did you know that cocaine wasn't real, son? Did you know that it was flour the whole time? Did you even test the cocaine for its potency? Did you even rub it on your fingers and put your fingers in your mouth and did your mouth go numb or did it taste like flour? For your ignorant, dumbass excuse of being a police officer. Hold on, wait a minute. Ain't your daddy, ain't your daddy the chief of police? Is that not is that not what we're doing here today? You mean to tell me that your daddy, the chief of police, didn't even warn you? You ignorant bailiff we're gonna set his we're gonna just send him to jail <laughs> i figure out the sentencing how long he needs to be in there in the morning because tonight i ain't got time for this for this ignorance oh, shit. just put him in jail just put him in jail we'll figure bail out we'll figure out how long he needs to a bill is set at one ounce of vibranium <laughs> <laughs> You mean to tell me nobody tested the cocaine? No one? No one. Mm -mm. Gave them fake money. First and foremost, they went to Hollywood to get the money. Yep. To get him. <laughs> y'all read the So y'all sitting there. Y'all the sitting there with fake prop. Y'all y'all live in a movie for real. You thing. stupid some bitches. Y'all oh. dumb. You deserve 100%. to go under the jail. One hundred. <laughs> I read that shit. I was like, "This is the most Tyler Perry-ish sitcom <laughs> topic." I'm like, Tyler Perry is probably reading this shit like, "Oh, I got my new BET show." I got hell of a script. <laughs> Just when they, they thought the I was out the game. Just yeah. when they thought I was out the game. <laughs> yeah, let me jot this down. Oh my god. How stupid can you be? This stupid? <laughs> these these motherfuckers? That's how dumb, obviously. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I will go to the point of saying that's why these cops need to be fucking that's, police departments need to kind of be kept in check because these motherfuckers get the feeling of entitlement and empowerment to the point where they try some shit like this you know what I'm saying like 
there's a lot of what, things. What gets me, what gets me is they tried it like they were living the life. And then this thing went on for six months, bro. So for at least six months, mm -hmm. you were you were handling fake cocaine. You didn't know the cocaine was fake. You were handling fake money. You didn't know the money was fake. You were hanging with fake informants. You didn't know the fake. How good of a cop are you? Just Trash. how good of a cop are you? They just wore fucking Ray-Bans and put, put on wife beaters in the fucking faded crimson. The faded crimson <laughs> slacks. One of these motherfuckers got an Onda Armour shirt on and just, they just bad hanging on The fucking song from the fucking first bad boys. I'm in the lobby, lobby, lobby. Dang, dang, that they taught me, touch me, touch me. Dang, that bang, that they bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. I need a shy guy. I wonder how shy big guy. Love me, love me, love me. I tabby, tabby, talk me, talk me. This is like, we're bad boys. Bad boys for life. We're bad boys. We play this in our patrol car. It's, it's. I watched that movie and I look and I'm just like, is this not us? And then old boy was like, that is us. Why don't we do that? We should. And then now look at go get. Hey man, here here we're going to we're going to the gap. I need you to get these red crimson pants, get this black wife beater, and we're gonna do it big today. I'm gonna go to Foot Locker. I'm gonna get this Under Armour shirt. And then I'll get these black Wrangler pants and we're just gonna wear our badges. We got it, bro. We got it. Bad boys one. <laughs> I don't want no fly guy. I just want a shy guy. <laughs> and just like you, just like you, everybody be like <laughs> the standard, the standard reggae fucking backwards roll shit. <laughs> Y'all was on us the whole the time? Ah. Hell yeah, you dumbass. How did we get Nigga, caught? I didn't know you was going to jail. Bitch, because I was running out of flour for my pancakes. We was giving it to you. Giving you so much flour, I need to fucking go to the commissary again. Oh, shit. I can't even make cornbread, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> Y'all was running around with Jiffy in these goddamn bags. <laughs> Jiffy, the blue box in his home. God damn. They gave this motherfuckers Bisquick. 
We running out. Oh man, they thought they was bad oh, boys for life, man. <laughs> just just cause Diddy made a song about it don't mean it's a real life thing, bro. Hell no. He was he was <laughs> flabbergasted. He was he was a, a, just fucking embellishing on this this life. <laughs> he's not really committing crimes out here, guys. No. Because he would be no, in jail. he's not. Okay, so. Oh man. Oh, what else? What else we got from the night, man? What else we got from the night? That's it, man. We got some final thoughts, parting shots. What you got? Uh, shit, shit. Uh, shout out to the pitmasters who uh, purchased again. Um, if you're listening to the audio, uh, first of all, thank you uh, for where you're listening to your stream your podcast at. Uh, but if you want to dabble and join the podcast fan group on Facebook, uh, it's the Smokecast, the Smokecast, the Smoke Pit Podcast <laughs> fan group over on Facebook. Uh, we are selling uh, OCP colorway patches. Uh, so shout out to all those who have purchased those. We have like 36 of them left. Um, Information's in the group. Just uh, hit us up. 10 bucks off the rip unless you're a Patreon member, which, you know, Mac alluded to how to join the Patreon. But shout out to those who are still um, supporting us that way, man. I... I can't say enough that you guys would throw your hard-earned money our way to support this. Yes. Uh, it, it's a testament to you guys for how loyal and supportive you are, but it's a, it, it makes us sit back and look at and, and, and kind of appreciate the work we put in to get to the point where you guys would support us to that. So right. uh, thank you for that. Uh, believe it or not, that keeps us going. Every little bit of support counts. And also, uh, myself and Mac uh, have been talking, uh, showing a couple of designs. I had came up with one on Monday, and my man was hyping me up, gassing me up like this is shit is legit. That shit fire. I'm not going to hold you. I'm uh, like, put that shit up. I'm copping one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh Hopefully that shit, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be here before next show. Uh, if my shit gets here before Friday, please believe I'm going to take pictures and try to model my ass off in this shit. But um, I am I am super confident and I really like where the podcast is going and, and growing and learning how or just learning this whole podcast and merch thing as we go man and i appreciate you guys being patient and and letting us giving us the opportunity to learn as we're doing this shit not expecting perfection off the rip but following us on this journey to where it does become perfected so we're like when you tune in and this shit is like a joe rogan podcast we got a fucking producer we got a studio we got set all of shit so you guys for fucking with us rolling with us watching us get to where we're getting it is it is very humbling and i appreciate you guys for doing this and then all of the patrons to be able to support us for the full year that we've been going on thank you yes and that's what keeps us going and trying to put out the best content so thank you all and then once again shout out class 20 2102 call sign night tonight 
y'all be safe out there. I know a couple of them said they fuck with us on the same day, but if y'all are watching this, <coughs> y'all be safe out there. Go somewhere else yes. other than Westgate. Westgate is trash. Try Scottsdale. <laughs> Try fucking <laughs> Mill Ave and Tempe. Quit going to Westgate. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Quit going to Westgate. Go ahead, man. What you got? <laughs> Um, I do want to shout out uh, the Pimpers and the Patreon. Uh, thanks to you guys for all of the support. Uh, because of you guys, uh, last week I had a technical difficulty with my mic. Uh, the mic actually died oh, <laughs> live on the air. Is that <laughs> so what that was? I needed. Yeah, it, it died. Like oh, it was just like I've had enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had enough. You're using me too much. I'm dying. So. Uh, thanks to you guys for supporting the brand. Like y'all don't know what y'all did, but I was able to get a new mic. Um, so thank y'all for supporting, and that actually helped me out tremendously. Uh, hopefully, my audio is a lot clearer this week. So thanks to you guys for for doing that. Um, that support really does mean a lot, for real, for real. So. Um, because of you guys, I'm talking on a brand new mic and, and, and it's great to be able to say that, um, that the podcast played a part in me getting some equipment. So, um, not only me, but y'all, y'all did that for East Midi too, as well. So, um, I appreciate that so much, so much, um, to the smoke pit. Um, I appreciate the hell out of you guys like more than you ever know like this week was a really hard week but um i was able to escape that uh i'm reading that comment too <laughs> the one by Daniel. So, yeah <laughs> so I, I was able to escape and um and, and get away for a minute and laugh and at least put up a post or two for for the, for the pit masters like this group really does keep me going um morning y'all know you know what i mean so we we have a we have a great outlook for 2022 um you guys are a major major part of that and just keep supporting the show man like it's it's funny it's funny to me like seeing this because the memories are, are flooding up now in my timeline from last year um and seeing where this podcast was last year as in compared to this year it's it's <laughs> it's night and day bro it's night and day it's so night and day it's so wild it's like 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 when we're doing this shit like when we're doing it when we're, when we're doing it it's like it's like the greatest thing in the world but like when i go back and i look at the beginning of the smoke pit i'm like jesus fucking christ what were we doing <laughs> what were we doing <laughs> oh my god oh my god we had episodes where i think we took turns it was like one week like you got too lit <laughs> then the next week I was super lit. We was like, we can't. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? What's let's that? let's go behind the curtain. So when I heard you wear a call sign night before the show, yeah, because I had already 
my week was so bad i knew monday i was like i'm going to save all of this shit for friday i'm gonna get shit faced on uh-huh. friday i'm not shit faced thank god because this show could have went left and oh, wait. But <laughs> wait i'm not i'm not shit faced but i have been drinking a little bit but i was like both of us are gonna be sloppy because <laughs> this <laughs> i was like this is gonna be a good episode. <laughs> nah, I, I knew I couldn't get too lit because I had to drive back, bro. Oh, so you know they? I opened their little fridge at the uh, the heritage room and I saw they had the little uh, peach crown and tea and the little can. So I had one of those and I had a, I had a Stella and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I still gotta drive back. <laughs> drink this crown and sprite over here at the house. So that's what's up. Nah, but I, I do have some pettiness to let out. I, I don't want to do it now because I know we over two hours and whatnot. So, um, but but over the weekend we gonna have to hook up and talk about some shit because I got some real shit. And I know you have your rant outlet that's now on the Patreon. Uh, so if you're not a Patreon member, uh, Black is bringing back his rants. They're about you know a little less than ten minutes. He just talks about some shit. Uh, that, that's been on his mind here. so yeah just check that out um, hilarious stuff funny stuff so he has his outlet um, I may I may share some of my, my complaints my pettiness that I was wanting to put out here but couldn't because I wanted to run a nice show and not get too far left with some shit <laughs> but y'all know I got some shit I gotta get off my chest so we may, we may dabble on the weekend over the weekend but um, Patreons will find out. They will get the notification when we do go live and talk about that shit. And it'll probably be a Patreon exclusive. So uh, there's that. Also, in about where are we at? Seventeen. In about two weeks, one October, we're gonna be doing our hundred dollar Patreon giveaway. So uh, yeah, one in on that. Make sure to join the Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash podcast. So don't tweet and, me. And uh, you'll be entered to win $100 uh, for a that forever dollar tier who joined us for the Patreon beta. And for the Dat VIP, yep. the $10 tier, you'll get the two entries. The Dat family will get the, uh, the $3 tier. They'll get the one entry. Um, so there you have it. That's what I got. Uh, and bro, I can't wait till these shirts get here. Oh yeah, I can't. <laughs> I want to see what these shits look like in person because I am. I looked at them things. I'm just like, am I nice? Am I nice at this? <laughs> am I? Am I nice? Am, am I nice? I might be nice. I might. I don't know. I'll see when the shirts get here. But I might be nice at. High pitch shit. <laughs> that's all I got I thank y'all for tuning in with us I know it's Friday y'all out about gallivanting doing around but uh, either check back with us on the, the smoke pit page death of the podcast network page on Facebook YouTube stream us audio wise wherever you stream your podcast but however, however you get in touch with us man we just thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with us man oh, thank yeah. you guys so much Hanging with the goody goodies, lounge in the That's all I got, man. So, for me, I am the homie, bred like a king, made as Kelvin Caitley. I'm 
that guy, Mac, a.k.a. your boy. Thank you for tuning in. 56. We're 44 episodes away from 100, people. Just think about that. We almost there. Yep. We're we going to have to do something almost. for 100. We're going to have to do something for 100. Oh, hell yeah. I, know that now. I, 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 may hell yeah. I may have to do something that make, make, make my wife upset about the money, but we're going to have to do something. <laughs> if, if, if y'all rocking around and, and still following us for another 44 episodes, come on now. Come on, bruh. I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to do something. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitch. Y'all take care, though, man. Uh, I don't want to take my man's catchphrase, so I have him end it with his phrase. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode 56 of The Smoke Pit. Till next week, have love, make sex, peace. Let's talk about these brackets. While we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Because I got questions. I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, because you know we going to talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac. Welcome to The Smoke Pit.